This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm joined by my co-host and fellow fantasy adventurer, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the high fantasy adventure TV series, Willow. This, of course, is based uh, on the film Willow, the 1988 film by Ron Howard, uh, coming up here on Disney Plus by Lucasfilm, and serves as a sequel to that film. Uh, We're big fans of Warwick Davis, and this, of course, is one of his all-time favorite roles. I mean, it was like his first big lead and uh, we're excited to see what they would do with the continuation of this character, uh, especially now in an age where we do have quite a bit more advancement with CGI uh, and magic. Um, so, Taylor, we're not doing any spoilers today. We want you guys to go out and check the series out, but we did finish it. And we want to give our thoughts. So what's a brief synopsis of Willow? So after... 17 years since Queen Bavmorda was defeated. Um, we have a group of heroes that set off on a new dangerous quest that kind of, you know, follows a continuation of, you know, the lineage of Bavmorda as, you know, when we follow an older uh, uh, Alora Dannon and kind of like her quest as this kind of new uh, evil as was set upon this land. Um, and uh, it's kind of a, Kind of interesting, you know, for me out here listening, you know, for you listening to this review, I am kind of a novice. I remember when Willow came out, I'd seen bits and pieces of it. So I actually just watched it fresh before the series. So I'm kind of like, kind of all lumped together. And in an age where we have so many uh, properties that are like, hey, let's, let's see the tales, you know, 10, 15, 30 years later. It's kind of interesting to see that this, this property was going to be picked up. Um, and I got to say, you know, with with budgets and all the new technology that we can do these days, it was really refreshing to see how much they put into the effects and the 
not only the CGI, but also the, the costumes and uh, even some of the more practical effects uh, with some of the creatures and characters. I was, uh, I was quite impressed uh, by that overall. Yeah, I mean, the, the film Willow, it's not one that I've watched like a thousand times. It's not like Lord of the Rings or, you know, and of that era, there's certain 80s movies that I've probably seen more like Labyrinth and stuff. But there's a charm to it. I mean, it has the Jim Henson kind of puppets in there. There's some creeps to it. Um, Val Kilmer is great as Mad Mardigan in that film. And it's just a fun fantasy. Some great uh, score as well. I love the music in that film. So to see them kind of take on this property and be like, you know, there's enough fans of that series. We could do a continuation. And it's like, let's go full out with it. Let's actually do big production budget. Let's do... Yeah, these costumes, these fight scenes, uh, when they do magic, it's very heavy CGI. Some great sets. I mean, they went for it. Where this series deviates for a lot of fans is kind of a problem we see with a lot of these modern sequels, continuations, retellings, is they're trying to heavily market to a younger audience that never grew up with this movie, as opposed to the fans of the film because a lot of the dialogue choices, a lot, some music choices, uh, just some plot points are very modern for what is a fantasy film where like, you know, everyone talks for the most part, kind of in that medieval era style, but then there's a lot of modern just dialogue. And in a way, some of it was enjoyable with certain characters, but some of it, to me, got very cheesy, got very old fast, and I was kind of over it. There's there's some major tonal issues. Um, first of all, what really kind of threw me is at the end of every episode, there's a a modern like song, and it was kind of like really kind of kind of weird. Where I would have appreciated just the score. I mean, that's what we the the, the film, the original film had just a great score. There was no modern songs. It just kind of puts you in that, you know, like, okay, here's the cliffhang of this episode. All of a sudden we're hearing money for nothing by dire straits. It makes no sense. <laughs> you know? So that was kind of weird. And even in some of the episodes, they would play maybe a modern song, but they would do a different uh, a cover of it, but that didn't really work for me. I would have appreciated just more of, yeah, it just kind of threw me out of the experience of, you know, what this kind of was. Um, I mean, and you're right. Some of the dialogue choices are like, I, I think we're like, oh, we're, you know, the, this is a Disney plus show. We're trying to kind of do that. But I think when you try to incorporate that dialogue um, with today's lens, but not the source material, you know, it doesn't really fit. And you're trying to, when you try to find all audiences, you find no one. And that's the same thing. If we had, okay, Lord of the Rings, all of a sudden the Hobbit, we're like, you know, all of a sudden ACDC comes on. I'm like, that's <laughs> And they're talking about like modern stuff in this whole Middle Earth, which is not even part of our realm. It'd be just weird. So, but I will say props to, I thought the casting choices overall were pretty well done. I really liked a lot of the characters that they did. And of course, shout out to Warwick Davis. This is how you create um, and, you know, continue the character growth from this kind of young um very naive but excited for adventure and kind of reluctant hero to the seasoned veteran who who's not only you know wise he's got a bit of the snark but he's also a badass this is kind of what you know which is kind of funny that warwick davis and mark hamill both were in star wars this is how they should have done kind of a, an older luke skywalker you know that's that's 
I would have like, dude, this is this is kind of the Obi Wan Kenobi. They really made his character very well in this. Yeah, his his relationship with uh, Ellie Bamber, who plays Laura Dan, and she's now like you know an older teen, if you will. There's a great relationship there. Of he is kind of now the grumpy old, like you know the the wise one that has to teach him and pass down these magic and there's a lot of great humor that Warwick Davis is very good at. That's what his, some of his best acting is that stuff. And although there's a lot of heart to this series too, and there's some real stakes. I think that's the thing too, is they really set up. There's some heavy stakes in this show. So it doesn't come off at all. Like, Oh, it's just, you know, a scene where we have to kind of get through the forest. No, there's, there's evil at every turn. There's these, you know, we have kind of continuing from the original source material of the film Queen Bavmorda has not fully kind of gone. There's some of her spirits still alive. And then she has like these minions that are like coming after them. And they have some great, I love the kind of more realistic take with like, you know, we have this one hooded character that looks really creepy and has these long whips. We have this kind of harpy looking character. And then we have this giant dude who has this kind of metal spiked cage. And it was like, it was on very Hellraiser kind of, <laughs> which that guy who played that character, uh, famously uh, took over the role of Chewbacca, um, which was great. Uh, but yeah, it, it's, there's some really great, and we have the trolls back, you know, there's, there's certain characters that do come, do come back. And so I think, yeah, enough of a flair of continuation for those who wanted these Easter eggs and moments from the film. If you wanted to kind of a whole new cast, I mean, some standouts to me definitely were uh, Tony Ravolori, who, Man, we've seen him in so many things, and we're excited to go back to Servant Season 4, but uh, he plays Prince Graydon, and I thought he was great in this. He kind of comes off like that naive royalty that isn't really up for the adventure, but then finds his footing. My all-time favorite character of this series was Borman, um, played by Marachata Patel. This dude stole the, the show. I think he really filled that spot that was missing because they couldn't have Val Kilmer in this show. Mm -hmm, exactly. Um, there's some, again, Easter eggs and some things that kind of pay off some of that, but uh, that's the missing piece, I think, is just since he's such a big part of the film that we couldn't have that. So they kind of continue that story in their own way. But Borman plays, I mean, he's this big warrior that is very of himself and very just funny the whole the whole show everything he did just cracked me up and he was great uh, but we've got ruby cruz in here as princess kit we have arian kellyman who we've seen in so many things as jade uh they're two quite a pair um i think ellie bamber really stood out too as Elora danich she was great and you do have joanne wally back from uh the film playing uh now queen sorsha which is fun and we do have Jean Marsh uh, kind of reprising a little bit here uh, as, as Queen Beth Morta. Um, realistically, it is a stacked cast with some cameos. There's some big actors in here that do play, like Julian Glover is in this, uh, Christian yeah. Slater. Kevin Pollock was in the original film. He does play a little uh, cameo. We have Hannah Waddingham, you know, we've seen in uh, Ted Lasso. We're excited for season three coming up. I mean, there's some big names in here. So I think... They definitely got a good cast. Again, the production value. And I think there's some great action, some ends fun. And I think sometimes I have to remember that Willow was set up to be a family-friendly fantasy film. 
So sometimes I think maybe it's going to go a little more to that realm. And this is a family show for Disney Plus with a little bit of an edge to it. I mean, there's they, there's cursing throughout this show, too, which kind of was interesting. I think I don't remember much cursing happening in Willow. Um, you know, every now and then the, the S word or the B word comes out. And I was just like, oh, that was interesting. So where the show left off sets up a really potential awesome season two. And they've already seen all this stuff about a season two and maybe even a season three. Yeah. So if this show does continue, I just hope they turn it up a notch and really try to stick the landing and maybe not be so cheesy modern with some of the dialogue. I think that'll be to its strength. In the music, music choices, I would say we don't need, okay, every episode does not need to end on a modern, like, you know, jammer, you know? Uh, So I, I I agree um, how it left off. No spoilers. There's a potential of maybe there are three, four, who knows how many seasons. But um, overall, I did enjoy the action. I did enjoy a lot of the humor. Um, for me as a novice to kind of the Willow universe, this was a very exciting, you know, jump in for me to kind of catch up. And again, a Lucasfilm property as um, uh, again, maybe the lesser known of his works. But uh, yeah, I really, I would love, to, and I would love to see, you know, we had Ron Howard who had, you know, originally directed the first one. I'd love to have him come in there or even his daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard, have seen her work with, you know, Mandalorian, who knows. But for me, taking it, you know, the first look, um, I really enjoyed it. But with some of that stuff kind of taking me out of it and doesn't kind of, you know, with a lot of these retellings and these fantasy elements, I'm going to give this about a 7.5. Um, overall, I did enjoy it, but, you know, I got to take down a notch with some of the, you know, music choices and whatnot. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going to land. 7.5. I think, again, you can't deny the production value, the cast, uh, the action, CGI. It's all there. The world is there. I think they're just trying to, they're trying to modernize some of it. And I think uh, they still got to find their footing, but not bad for a first season. And I'm excited to see where they would go. So I'm going to give 7.5 out of 10. But You can go back and watch all eight episodes of Willow and the original film now on Disney Plus. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.